You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Hey friends, would you like to heal your ancestors to heal your life? Well, you can do just that with my book by the same name that will teach you my genealogical regression process so that you can send love and light to your ancestors. And by learning a few simple techniques, you will begin to feel the benefits of that healing resonating through yourself and your entire family, past, present, and future. Check out my book, Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life, The Transformative Power of Genealogical Regression, today. Just go to pastlifelady.com, click on the book link, and check it out. Thank you so much. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Care. Hi there. I hope you're having a wonderful week. So I really love the guest that we have on today, Carmen. She is a great astrologer. She's got a lot of really interesting things to say. So I hope you'll enjoy it. You know that I love astrology and I really believe she's one of the better astrologers that I've run across in quite a while. So, but before we get to that, we're getting ready to do our breathing exercise that we now do at the beginning and the end of every episode in season 15. I still want to know if you like this or not. So do you think you could send me an email? I don't know. Uh, My email address is Shelly at ShellyCare.com. I also set up um, a little quiz if you're listening to this on Spotify, but I don't know that anyone's ever answered my quiz on Spotify. I had a few answers to quizzes very early on in the show, but anyway, I do want to let, I do want you to, you know, tell me if you like this or not. Obviously, um, we want it to be enjoyable for you. And season 15 is going to be wrapping up here very, very soon. Um, On another note, I do have some events coming up. I will be at the International New Age Trade Show in Denver, Colorado. That's the weekend of June uh, 10th. And that show is not open to the public. It's really for people. If you have a metaphysical store, all of the store owners go there to buy things for their stores. So it's very fun. I'm going to be doing a book signing and then I'm going to be attending um, a banquet 
over there. So that should be fun. And then in July, I'm going to one that I just signed up for called Mystic South. Uh, my publisher, Llewellyn, they have a booth or actually, I guess they have a room there. It's more like a big room and I will be in the Llewellyn room signing books and doing a couple of talks there. So that's going to be cool. That is in Atlanta. And that's the weekend of, I believe, July 14th. But just make sure once in a while you just pop by my events page at pastlifelady.com because I am trying to get out in public this year to see you. And I would love to see your smiling face in person. So are you ready to start our little exercise? I think you're going to love it. I hope you enjoy it. It's just, again, we're trying to get ourselves disengaged from the stresses of the outer world and come into this moment together. And then once that's over, we're going to go right into my fun talk with my friend Carmen about astrology and moon signs. Very, very interesting. So here we go. Let's relax together. Welcome to this moment of relaxation. So wherever you're at, whether you're sitting, whether you're in movement, go ahead and take a moment now to focus on your breathing and take a deep and healing breath in through your nose, breathing in love and joy and peace and light and exhaling any tensions or concerns and take another deep breath in through your nose. Welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So I'm super excited today to introduce you to one of my favorite friends. It's Carmen Turner Schott. She's here and she's got a great new book out called Moon Signs, Houses and Healing. And you know how much I love astrology. So Carmen's going to talk to us about the new book today. I highly recommend this one. You will see it in the links below. It's amazing. Carmen, welcome to Healing Arts. It's great to see you. Thank you too. Thanks for having me. Yes. This, this is wonderful to talk about, you know, the moon, moon signs, astrology in general, and, and our favorite thing about uh, astrology. So yeah, I'm here to share any knowledge and, and talk and, sh and kind of brainstorm and, and uh, get to know you, you know, the audience better and share some of my knowledge. That's fantastic. 
So, you know, I think people traditionally think of astrology being just your sun sign, but there's so much more to it than that. So why should we pay attention to the moon sign in our chart? And what does that really tell us about a person? Yes. So, so in astrology, you know, the sun, you know, when we're born, the sun's in a certain zodiac sign. And, and most of us, even if you, you don't believe in astrology, you know what your sun sign is. And that's your main personality and identity that you show the world that most people um, see your traits, you know, and how you, your temperament. But the moon sign is, I, I think, just as important or more important because that's our inner nature. So the moon is, the moon sign shows how we react to things inside, our impulses, our reactions, our feelings, our emotions, our fears, you know, where we feel comfortable, where we feel secure, all of those um, energies, like, you know, I believe astrology is energy, and those energies come from whatever sign the moon is in when we're born. And so, you know, in, in nature, in the world, everybody is affected by the phases of the moon, you know, uh, we know the full moon, there's a lot of research that it affects the tides of the ocean and uh, police officers, ER nurses have data to show that more people report to the ER on a full moon. There's more domestic disturbances. That's because our emotions are heightened during a full moon and it affects us because our body's made up of mostly water, it's energy. And so our moon, the moon phases do affect us very greatly. And um, I always, you know, tell people that when they ask, you know, why do you believe in astrology? Well, it's, it's a science, it's energy, it, it, it's very practical once you really look at it. And I had a lot of people that were kind of um, skeptics. Now they're like, Carmen, is the moon full, you know, at work or wherever? And they're like, I could tell because I'm feeling more on edge or I didn't sleep last night, you know, because the full moon is known to affect our uh, sleep. And a lot of people have uh, insomnia, have a little bit of trouble sleeping a couple of days before the moon is full. And then it, when it, it does get full, and that's some of the research that I found. And then the moon sign, depending on what moon sign you are, I kind of write about that in my book, uh, Moon Signs, Houses and Healing, is that you're going to be affected by the moon, the full moon differently based on what sign your moon is in. So, and I base that on the elements fire, air, earth, and water. So, you know, fire moons are affected differently uh, by the full moon than earth moons, water moons, air moons, right? So I kind of dedicate a little part in each chapter about your sign. You know, you look up moon in Aries, moon in Cancer, moon in Scorpio, and there'll be a section in there about how the full moon affects you. So I share those and some tips that can help you during a full moon to feel better, you know, things that you might need to remember, just little tips. And um, so I share that. So to me, the moon is really something that is so powerful um, and because emotions and feelings and love and passion and all those things come from within with the moon. So the moon sign, you know, we often hide. Sometimes we hide our emotions what's going on in here and people just see our outer appearance they just see our sun sign or our rising sign which is um you know the mask we wear uh, it's also important astrology uh, but they see that outer and then they don't always get to see our inner side until they really get to know us and that's kind of when your moon sign traits come through when you trust someone when you feel comfortable with someone you'll let your guard down a little bit and you'll show them your inner nature and so that's the moon sign right there it's interesting you um, you mentioned the word mask because I had heard that the ascendant, the rising sign is like, that's like a mask. We're showing the world 
the sun is our true nature and then the moon being our emotions. And I guess you really would have to look at all those things because we are complicated individuals. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and, you know, I always say in astrology, it's important to know what house the moon is in, what house the sun mm. is in, because to me, the houses matter more than the sign that the planet is in because the house energy is that area of life and it kind of encompasses that planet's energy and influences it. So if you have a lot of planets in one house, like three or more, we call that a stellium. So if you have, you know, you know, sun, moon, and cancer, um, you know, all, all in the 12th house with, with Mercury, you might feel a little bit more Piscean, like a Pisces energy, because Pisces rules that area of life, that house, mystical, spiritual, it's going to heighten your intuition, your, your abilities, your psych abilities. So, and then if you're, you know, your sun and moon are in the eighth house, you're going to hide your main identity. You're going to be a little bit secretive and private and guarded, and you don't want to be vulnerable. And you're going to be, people won't always know you. You'll be mis mysterious to people, right? That's the energy you'll give off. So the house is, um, I talk about in the book as well, you know, where you can look up your moon sign, what house it's in. And I analyze that for you, how, how people mm -hmm. how you're going to feel, how others, um, you know, are going to see how you express your emotional nature, what area of life you do that in and how that comes to be. So in the introduction, I, I teach everybody, you know, the basics of all the planets, the basics of the houses, the energy um, and how to calculate your birth chart. And how to do a moon calculation, which is really easy to do. So you know your birth date and year. And you know, you know, between a two-hour window, you can know where your moon sign was. The thing about the moon sign, it moves through each sign of the zodiac. There's 12 signs. It moves through each sign every two to three days. Mm. So every two to three days, the moon changes signs. So, you know, you might be feeling really good one day and have all this energy. And then, you know, the next day after about three days, you're like, oh, I'm feeling kind of down. and. I don't have energy today. Watch the cycles of the moon. Look and see what sign the moon is in. And you'll know how those moon signs, you know, when the moon is in certain signs, how that energy affects you. Because it's going to affect everyone in a very unique way, in a different way, depending on your, your chart, your natal chart, your birth chart, and your energy um, that's in your chart. So, you know, for me, when the moon is in Aries, I feel really good because I have an Aries moon. And when the, the moon is in Capricorn or Scorpio, I feel irritable and a little bit on edge and a little bit deep and, and kind of in kind of absorbed in kind of more negative thinking. So I got to snap out of that. And I know myself, I'm like, I bet the moon is in Capricorn right now. And, and it usually is. <laughs> so I have a little calendar from Llewellyn uh, that, that has all of the different things going on each day, you know, where the moon is. Uh, what sign, what transits are going on. And uh, I look at it every day and, and I have a little a journal that I uh, keep a calendar and it also tells me astrologically what's going on. And, yeah. um, but I believe that the moon, uh, the moon sign, why I got so interested in the moon sign is because I feel like it helps people overcome uh, trauma overcome uh, hard experiences because the moon sign is where you get a lot of resilience and strength. So every, every moon sign has strengths and weaknesses, right? Vulnerabilities. Um, and they all can use those strengths 
to heal. And that's what I talk about in the book as well, because every every moon sign has, um, you know, their fortes. Um, so, you know, with Aries moon, I feel like that moon sign helped me survive and overcome a lot of traumatic experiences that I went through in my life with losing loved ones. I lost a friend at age 16 through gun violence. Mm. Um, so a lot of things I've been through uh, with loss and grief and that moon sign in Aries helped me be a fighter, a survivor, a warrior, right? Because Aries is a warrior. And that helped me overcome things a little quicker uh, than other people I know that went through similar things because, you know, their moon sign was in a different sign than mine. And I started researching this and I realized the moon sign is our greatest um, resource in overcoming emotional pain and heal and how to heal. And I give different tips in the book for each moon sign and different self-care strategies, right? Like they can use to heal and truly um, do mind, body, spirit uh, balance and connection. And so that's really what I wanted to do in this book to help people um, understand basic astrology, understand the basic moon sign traits, right? And, and make it very practical and hands-on. And it's a very easy read. It's not complex. So you don't have to, you know, it's not a lot of math or any of that. It's, it's, it's psychological, it's a counseling tool that I use astrology for. To really I love help. the book for those reasons. I mean, you just put it out there. Um, and, you know, as with all great astrology books, which yours is, um, you definitely do go, wait a minute, how do they know that stuff? I didn't tell anyone that yeah. because it's just there for everyone. And one of the things you and I talked about before we got on this program was the idea of the nodes of the moon and how they speak to our soul destiny and our and our karma and things like that and i was wondering if you could talk to us about what are the moon's nodes and why should we pay attention to that as well yes definitely so so in astrology uh we calculate we calculate a certain point that has to do with the moon and we call that uh the nodes and so i'm not going to get into all the 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 technical stuff of it but all you need to know is that um when you're born you have a north node and you have a south node, and that's related. It has to do with the moon calculation in a birth chart. So the north node looks like a, a horseshoe with two little uh, circles on it. And if you do, you can do a free chart on astro.com. You know, as long as you know your birth date, year, exact time of birth, AM or PM is very important, and place of birth. And you can pull up your wheel, and you'll look for those little um, uh, uh, horseshoe looking thing, and then that's your north node with the with the top up and then the upside down it also looks like headphones right uh, the upside down is your south node so the south node is your soul it's your past lives it's what your soul has mastered many many lifetimes and so when you look at the south node you want to look at what what astrological sign is it in because mm -hmm. that's going to tell you the kind of energy and personality that you have mastered in past lives and kind of how you are deep in your soul. Cause we're very connected to the South node because it's what we've mastered and it's what we've been living for many, many past lifetimes. So it's hard to release that and give that energy up because that's where we feel cozy and comfortable and safe. But we want to look at what sign it's in and then what house, which is each, you know, the areas of life. And that's how you can tell where your past lifetimes were, what kind of energy you mastered, and kind of what different careers, what different experiences you may have had in the past by looking at those at that south node. 
And then what I do is we look at um, the North Node. And, and I tell people, you know, this is where you've been. This is your past lives, what you've mastered. These are some things that you may have experienced in this life. Because as you know, it's a balance between these nodes. So these experiences can replay, which is what karma does, replays in our life. The past replays itself in a lot of ways with people and everyone we meet. And through our chart, we learn new things this lifetime because it's a new school, right? We're here again to learn. And I always tell people this, you're meant to master your North Node because that's your sole mission this lifetime. The North Node traits whatever sign it's in and whatever house it's in, I tell people, if, if I can catch people at a young age, I love that. Like if they're 18, I'll tell them, start working towards becoming more of your North Node sign. So if someone is a South Node Pisces, I'm telling them, you, you need to start reading about Virgo because you're meant to be a North Node Virgo. And you've got to master Virgo energy. And then I tell them what house it's in. It may be career, 10th house. So in the past, they've mastered being a um, spiritual and artistic, creative and a, and a giver, helping people in need, but doing it in their home, being focused on their home and family. Now they have to go out into the world and focus on work, having a career, building success and becoming more of like a Virgo, more practical service versus spiritual uh, service. Right. And having boundaries. Both of those signs have to learn to have boundaries. So they share, you're always going to fill a pool between the nodes your whole life. And what I find is through my research is when, when we have our first Saturn return, which is mm -hmm. when the Saturn return is connected to the nodes, they're connected to our soul mission and our past lives. So we're living in the past live energy until we have our first Saturn return, which is at the age of 27. So 27 to 30, we start feeling different. We start having challenges, right? And things change and yes. we change. And we, people typically, what I see in my, from doing astrology um, charts is people marry during their Santa return. They divorce, they have a baby, they change careers, they move, they lose a loved one. You know, all these things, they go back to school. You know, all these things happen to rock, you know, kind of shake up and kind of pull the carpet out from underneath you in, in a feeling. And that's how people feel during that time. It's right. like, what is going on? I'm so stressful. The reason it's happening is because the universe wants you to start moving towards your future, your soul mission. So after the first Saturn return, we get a little taste of our North node. And then we start having experiences that lead us more and more into the North node. Then we have, we're always, we're all, we're all moving towards the North node until we turn, um, until we turn 60, 61, ah. because that's your second Saturn return. So when you're, um, same thing, when you're, you know, 57 to 60, when you, uh, you are in your second Saturn return, which means it takes Saturn, you know, about 30 years to return to where it was in your, when you were born. And mm -hmm. by the time you're 61, everybody I meet is in their node. We, we get there naturally through experience, through heartache, through a little bit of stubbornness. I'll be honest, because we fight. We fight and resist the North Node because it's not comfortable to us. We already mastered all this energy, right? And, and things in the past lives were like, we don't want this. This is uncomfortable. We are pushed into that uncomfortable zone. 
and, and then we start learning to balance both as we get older. And as we get older and have that second Saturn return, we're like, okay, this isn't so bad. I'm used to this. I've been feeling this pull all these years. And then we embrace it. And everybody's chart that I do that's uh, six over 61, they're in their note. When I look at their note, I tell them, did you go through? Oh, yeah, I went through that. And now they're doing their soul mission. So we get there naturally or kick it. We can go on our own and, and learn more about it <laughs> and, and get there quicker. Or we can have the universe force us into it. OK, which is not not the best because it can be a little bit painful. I'll be honest, depending on what your nodes are you know, what sign they're in, what house they're in, is going to have different lessons, different karmic experiences. And I find that with my nodes, um, you know, I'm a south node Taurus in the ninth house, and I'm a north node Scorpio in the third house. And I tell you what, uh-huh. I remember, I remember saying long time ago, I don't know how I'm ever going to be a Scorpio. It was such a different energy than was me. You know, I'm, I, I didn't even know. And I had Scorpio friends and I'm like, how do you just cut things off and just, just are so strong with things, you know? And they're like, why don't we just do it? Like when we're done, we're done, you know, and we move on. And I'm like, but how, you know, cause I obsess and I, and I'm worried and I'm thinking about stuff. And, and as I've gotten older now, I'm 47. I, I feel like I'm in my know I'm a Scorpio more so now than I have ever, ever been, but it was a painful kind of a process as far as a self-acceptance, you know, like, okay, I feel a little bit harsh or a little bit detached and this isn't me, but this is what I had to learn because I was too open and I was too, um, I didn't have boundaries and I was too much of a giver, giver, giver. And I, and I didn't, I, I never took care of myself like I should. And I had to learn to say no and have uh, boundaries. And that, you know, that's what the Scorpio energy helped me do. But I also loved to research and study and learn religion and philosophy and travel. And I've already done that in past lives. And then, you know, as I shared with you earlier, you know, when um, I ended up this lifetime also living overseas, traveling, I lived in Germany, and I never expected to leave a little small town in Missouri. And I never expected to ever live out of the United States. So my South Node, came into play this lifetime because I married wow. someone that was in the, in the military and we had to move all the time. So I've moved every two to three years for 20 years of my life. And so now um, I'm learning, wow, that, that replayed, but I got to start focusing on um, the third house, which is teaching, writing, doing radio shows like this, right? Sharing about trauma and healing and all these things, which are Scorpio things, healing, trauma, death, rebirth, uh, you know, transformation. So that's what I'm doing. And so I wrote these books and I'm finally kind of in my North node Scorpio third house. I haven't mastered it, um, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And so we all, um, naturally will get, um, to our North node, but I recommend you look it up and read everything you can about your node, uh, the sign and house. And, and, you know, there's a lot of great books out there that are, you can learn more, And, uh, but that's, you know, that's how the nodes are related to the moon and why, you know, the nodes are so important. I'd say they're probably the reason that our soul is here on earth is to master that North node. And that's pretty amazing that you can see that in, in an astrology chart. And then when you talk to people, then I don't know anything about them and, and I'm telling them about their nodes and, and their past lives, their energies. And they're like, you know what, I don't really believe in past lives, but 
now that you're telling me this, this is really weird. You know, and they'll say, because this happened to me or the, and then they open up their mind like, wow, I could see that. Or I'll, I'll see something in the chart like, you know, you were like a priest or a nun or rabbi, you know, I'll share things. And they're like, yeah, I, I, I almost did that this life. Right. I almost but I didn't. Right. And and so I'm like, well, that's because you're not meant to do that again, you know, repeating that pattern. So, you know, we we can see all that in the chart and and I can see, you oh, know, where people may have been in the medical field. And, you know, my husband, when I look at his, he's a nurse, he's an OR nurse, but wow. he has a lot of planets in, in his node. And I said, you're meant to do be like a, a doctor or a nurse practitioner. He didn't want anything to do with it. He's like, no, 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 the, it's too much pressure and stress. Well, it has to do with his past lifetimes where he was a surgeon. And, and I knew he'd already been a surgeon. So he likes to work with surgeons, but he doesn't want to have the responsibility of being the surgeon again. He already did that. So he's like, nope, I'm not, I don't want all the responsibility, but he's so smart and he could do it, but he, but he wasn't supposed to because he already did that. So his node, his South node was Virgo, his North nodes, Pisces. And so wow. it was, you know, and, and so I could see it in, you know, with my, with my family and, and my friends and my parents, you know, you can see um, their nodes play out, you know, like it's interesting. My mother, when I look at her nodes, you know, she's never left our hometown. Um, you know, her North node is in the fourth house of home and family. And so she's always taken care of my grandparents and always stayed and, you know, and does a lot for the family and her whole life is revolved around really, you know, her parents and her brother, you know, and, and, never, and that's just her note. I said, you were meant to, meant to do what you're doing. I can see it now playing out, you know, in her life. And so, and she's wow. already, you know, worked and had a career and all that in this life. She didn't really, it was more focused on the family and taking care of kids, you know, and her, now her parents. So it's, it's interesting. You can see these um, energies um, and past life patterns, you know, come up um, in everyday life. And, and when I'm talking to people and just listening to them, I'm like, then I look at their chart, it validates what they're telling me. And I'm like, well, your self note is here. That's why you were interested in that, but you're really meant to go this route. And they're like, well, that's weird. Cause I, I don't, I don't think I can do it. And so it's cause it's new, you know, the North know we're not comfortable and, and we, we lack a little bit of experience with it. So, you know, like I, I remember I, I, I had this experience happen a couple of years ago. This is a funny story I share. Um, I'm like, I don't know how I'm ever going to become a Scorpio, right? I'm like, there's no way, there's no way. And so I had some things happen in my life, some really serious things, like three things happened. Um, this was like back in 2018 and I really was beat up, you know, a lot happened. And I remember I was walking, I had my headphones on and I started jogging and I was, uh, I was just kind of emotionally just numb. I mean, I don't even know. It was a hard time in my life. And, and I'm just, all of a sudden this, this came over me, this void feeling and, uh, you know, how else am I going to make you a Scorpio is what I heard. Oh my gosh. And I started crying and I started laughing after that. And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, how else are you going to be a Scorpio if you don't have loss? If you don't lose loved yeah. ones, if you don't grieve, if you don't have to be reborn from the ashes like a phoenix and, and, and your personality and emotional nature has to die and be transformed over and over again, that's Scorpio. And I went through yes. that and I laughed because, yeah, how else will I ever get my North Node? I wouldn't. 
So I then accepted, this is my, I have to accept this. And these are why these bad things happen to me. And I'm going to use them to help other people and be resilient. And, and that's what I, I changed. I changed my thoughts about it. Like, I'm not a victim. You know, none of us are. We, we are survivors and we're resilient. And, and we may have hard aspects in our chart. Everybody doesn't have a perfect life. We all have something right. that we've been through. And that's okay because that's our own personal learning. You know, no one knows what it's like to be you and what you've been through. So I just like to try to share um, my insights and knowledge of people by using their astrology chart to help them see that they are resilient. And even though they have maybe some of these traumatic experiences, there's a reason for it. And, and, it, and there's a reason that, that we go through the things we go through. And it's easy to say that, but I can say that because I've been through this stuff myself. And so I, I use that as an example, but, but yeah, I, I love, I love astrology. I love uh, the healing. It's a healing tool. It's to me, it's a practical healing tool, you know, cause I'm a licensed social worker. I'm a, you know, I've been a licensed social worker. I've worked with uh, teens, trauma victims uh, for many years, but um, I've always seen this as a very powerful tool that, you know, isn't always in the mainstream uh, but more and more therapists are, are starting to open their mind to these tools, you know, energy healing, for example, um, a basic astrology personality tools, you know, I always laugh, you know, because in businesses and in uh, the government, you know, and different things, you know, we do different team building exercises, you know, and we learn about the Myers-Briggs, the four yeah. lenses, you know, these are like practical research-based tools to tell you how your personality is right it's astrology, you know, four lenses is about these four colors, gold, right. green, blue, and orange. Those are the elements in astrology, fire, air, earth, and water. And the same personality traits of the, of the, of the fire, air, earth, and water signs are the same as the four lenses colors that you take a little assessment on. I mean, it's all connected. It's energy, you know? And so when someone's a gold, like it's a lot of gold, they have a lot of earth in their chart. I mean, I just have to laugh because um, one of my uh, coworkers, you know, I, I'd said, you know, you don't feel like a Scorpio. You just got a lot of earth. You feel earth to me. Like you're, you got to have things a certain way. You know, she, I said, let me, let me see your chart. And she didn't know anything about this stuff. And she was, okay, I'll get, I'll find out when I was born for my mother. So she sends me everything. She had all this Taurus and all this Capricorn stellium. I mean, I mean, she happened to have the sun in Scorpio, but there was so much earth and she had tested as a gold right on the four lenses. I'm like, yeah, you're full earth, you know, and as far as elemental balance. So, um, but I, I try to help people and open their minds up to this every, everyone I meet, you know, and um, so that's kind of my goal. It's a writing. great point that, you know, I think that we, you can label whatever you want to label it, but you're talking about, it's the same gift, the same information, just put a different wrapping paper on it. You know, it's the same information, but it, you know, it's been written in the stars and people have been practicing this for thousands of years. So there's definitely something to it, obviously. Yes. And so however people need to arrive at that conclusion, I guess is yeah. really good. And I, I also really resonate with what you're saying about, it's easy for us to look at other people and say, well, they've got it easy or you know, we, and we all do that. We all think about someone else's life instead of just realizing every person, whether you can see it on their face or not, we all have problems. We all have yes. overcome things and we all have things, you know, that are very difficult and we are resilient. I mean, yes. The, yes. I think that was one of the interesting things about 
the pandemic time period is that I think sometimes um, we, I used to like to think that we have a lot of control over things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we can control our inner mind set yeah. to things, but, you know, I think it taught us that, you know, some things are happening and we just need to learn how to ride with the waves and get through these things together. And we all did that um, as a worldwide community. It was pretty profound, yeah. really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everybody's been you know, through a lot of things. It's kind of like the um, there's like a picture um, of an iceberg and, 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 it, and you can say, this is what you see the iceberg, but this is really what's going on underneath. And then you see you, what you don't see that people are going through because people only really show you that outer, you know, which you talked about the rising and the, the sun, but the moon sign, you know, can show it's what we hide, you know, a lot of things, if we're struggling emotionally, we don't always readily express that, you know, especially if your moon sign is Scorpio or Capricorn, um, you tend, they tend to be, try to be um, strong. They don't want to burden anyone. They try to heal their own stuff, deal with their own problems and not, not share, talk about them. And so, you know, each moon sign has their strengths and their, their um, challenges, you know, and, um, but, you know, the biggest thing is to be kind and compassionate with everyone, because we just don't, we don't really know what someone's really going through. I mean, they may seem happy and smiling and everything's great, but underneath they may be struggling and depressed and anxious. And, you know, we just don't know what people are going through. And um, so, you know, and I think astrology is a way that I I do consultations to try to help people, uh, you know, have someone to talk to about some of those things they might not share with other people. And then another thing I always say is, you know, I think everyone should go to a counselor and get therapy or go through some kind of counseling in their life, it benefits everyone. It's not a weakness to seek help. You know, it's not a weakness to go to a counselor. And, and especially when you've had traumatic things happen, you know, people, um, your body carries memories, your body holds on to trauma. You know, I, I've done a lot of research and trauma stuff. And um, it's, it's amazing how people that are trauma survivors, they've healed. And they've really done a lot of work, but one little thing can make them feel or kind of bring up something again, years later. And they're like, I thought I healed this. You have, but your body holds on to this stuff. Just let it out and release it. So it's like healing is a lifelong process. Yes. You know, and it doesn't mean you're not okay because you had a flashback or, or you, you know, a song or smell brought something back to, you know, uh, maybe a little bit of a hard time in your life, but um, our body needs to be healed. And so I believe in talk therapy. I believe there's more than just talk therapy. We need a mind body approach. So energy healing, um, is big. I believe it helps people so much Reiki, um, you know, Tai Chi, you know, whatever you got to do to connect with energy, meditation, breathing exercises, all these things are tools that can help us, you know, um, heal. So I give some tips of self-care in here, those types of things, you know, being out in nature, exercise, you know, uh, each moon sign's different, you know, how they self-care. Because you can't tell, you know, uh, as an Aries, you know, Aries sun, Aries moon, right? So we like to be active. So we like uh, action. We like to be doing things and being busy and everything. So it's hard for Aries to sit still, (laughs) right, and not do anything. If you tell them, okay, you need to just relax. You can't work. You can't get on your phone. You need to just sit in silence for a little bit. That can be difficult for some Aries. Same with Gemini, yes. because Gemini's 
are restless. They like to be on the move, Sagittarius, same way, moving out, driving around, doing something right outside. So I can't tell them you need to sit and meditate and do a guided meditation. That's not going to make them feel less stressed. It might stress them out more. So yeah. now, so I tell them you need to get outside. You need to um, do a goal or a project you've been putting off. Get it done. That'll make them feel better, right? So, you know, go out and get fresh air, go swim, go hike, go to a concert, go have fun with friends, go out to eat, you know, that kind of thing for those signs, you know, where a Pisces, a Pisces moon or a Cancer moon, they definitely can meditate and they like to be alone. They like solitude. They want it peaceful. They can put on some in your yani, right? And, and do a little meditation <laughs> and breathe. That is self-care. That relaxes them, right? But not not all moon signs, see? So they're all unique on how they uh, relax and de-stress and, and do self-care techniques, you know? So I kind of shared that in the book as well. Yeah, it's a great book. Um, I loved it. Absolutely love it. There it is. It's Moon Signs, Houses, and Healing. This book is getting ready to come out. I'm one of the lucky few who got to see a sneak peek, and I highly recommend this. I highly recommend Carmen and her work. She's incredible. She's an amazing person. You've got tons of experience with her, and this book is easy to read. It's a ton of information that is easy and helpful and actionable, and I love it. Thank you. And so I wish you the best. So tell us your website and how can we get a hold of you for consultation? Yes. So my new, my new website launched and I'm getting ready to update it. So it should be looking a lot better, but it's www.carmenturnershotschott.com. So just my name, carmenturnershot.com. You can also please follow me on YouTube. I have Carmen Turner Shot YouTube channel on Facebook. I have a an author page, uh, Carpenter Shot Instagram, Carpenter Shot author, um, and please follow me on there. I'd love for you to follow me. And I'm sharing videos, sharing uh, different announcements and things through there. So love to connect with you uh, through all those different social medias, which you can find those on my website too, uh, the little links to all my social medias and stuff. So that sounds fantastic. And we'll have the links below and also to her amazing new book, So friends, we've done it again, another episode of Healing Arts. So I want you to check out Carmen's materials and I will look forward to seeing you next time on the next episode of Healing Arts. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back. Hey friends, I want you to check out my Past Life Lady YouTube channel that has tons of free videos that teach you how to do all kinds of things from energy healing, gem and mineral healing. I've got guided imagery up there for you. So check it out. Just go over to YouTube and type the words Past Life Lady in the search bar and hit subscribe. And I'll look forward to welcoming you over to my channel today. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. You can visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. I hope you loved that interview. 
Um, I really enjoy talking about astrology. It's so interesting. So I hope you have a wonderful week. And before we go, we're just going to take this extra moment here to take a few deep breaths and prepare ourselves to face the day ahead. And then I will look forward to seeing you and talking with you next time on Healing Arts when we have more fascinating guests coming up. So have a great week and let's go ahead and take a couple of deep breaths together. Now that we're about to end our time together, imagine that you can take another deep and healing breath in through your nose. Breathing in love and joy and peace and happiness and harmony. And exhaling love and joy and peace and happiness and harmony. And imagine that every single cell in your entire being is filling with love and light and joy and happiness as you continue to breathe through your nose, filling with peace and love and exhaling peace and love. And imagine that peaceful, loving feeling just pours out of your heart center, creating that beautiful golden bubble of light that surrounds you by about three feet in all directions. Feel the loving vibrations of this healing light and just know that you can be within the light now and always as you go about your day, peaceful and relaxed, energized and refreshed. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Namaste. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Kerr. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at Past Life Lady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady. <laughs>